All right, we are on. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope everyone out there is having a blessed day today. Another day that the Lord has provided for us and another day above ground. Welcome to another great episode of the Love Man's radio show podcast. I am your host, The Love Man. Today is February 25th of 2021, and this is episode three of season two. So glad that you can join me on the Anchor app today and all platforms where you get all your podcasts out there. iTunes, Spotify, thank you for joining me. Today, my guest needs no introduction, but I'm still going to give him one anyway. (laughs) He came as a guest on season one last year from his company, Advanced Alliance, giving us some great information on managing credit and how to understand the process. Now he's back again today as we will talk about a recap on credit and managing business formation and much more great information got some great questions for him please help me welcome back to the show he is a financial coacher great motivator and a great credit repair advisor my brother shannon williams thank you how you doing how you doing doing great man i can't can't help i'm doing fantastic how about yourself Good man, good, good, good. Welcome back, man. I, I, you know, I was so excited to, uh, for our uh, podcast today, man, because I know we had some, uh, we had two great uh, podcasters last year in season one, and I was so glad to just, um, you know, bring you back on, and so glad that you had the time to actually come back on and, you know, um, have another great uh, show here. Absolutely, definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure talking to you, man. How how are you and your family doing? Family's doing great. Yes, we are doing fantastic over here. That is good, Maintaining man. Maintaining COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is still out here, man. I mean, hopefully hopefully this year in 21, you know, with this vaccine going on, um, hopefully, you know, uh, soon we can take these masses off and get back to normal. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I was just talking to someone the other day and they were saying, you know, with masses, wear masses and and all of these things that, you know, that we have been doing um, over a year now, it's, you know, it's the new norm. And it's like you can't see people smile, people's reaction anymore because now it's under a mask. Absolutely. <laughs> you, we have just come. We've just accepted the fact we wear masks every day whenever we come out of our house. You know, I, yeah, I yeah. was laughing with myself uh, the other day. I went to the bank. I had uh-huh. to stop and put on the mask. You know, before I walked in the bank, but you know, a right. year ago, had I walked into a bank with a mask on, I would have been shot. <laughs> you know, right, today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And now they're saying like cer- certain masks now that you probably have to wear is probably like you know for a two or three layer uh, right. for extra protection. They're saying so it's like you can hardly breathe in one. So imagine right. a double. Exactly. Imagine me wearing two masks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, like I said, 21 would be a better year for us. Uh, I know people are still traveling out there, you know, um, continuing to stay safe because, uh, you know, we're far out of the woods, you know, right. um, now, you know, and they were saying um, there was some new virus traveling from uh, South Africa, which uh, they're saying that the vaccine is probably not even going to do anything to that so they're trying to <laughs> see exactly what they can do to manage that one wow 
So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can uh, get out of the woods, man. But, um, you know, I'm so glad that you came back on, you know, um, today, you know, we have a great uh, podcast for everyone out there. We're going to kind of just recap ourselves. You know, the last time that we met, you know, we gave everyone some great information out there as far as uh, credit repair, managing your credit, and uh, how to stay control of several different um, tips, you know, on on credit repair. And um, so, you know, let me ask from the last time that uh, you were um, here on the show, you know, how is the business going? I know it's been a little rough with, um, you know, the pandemic and everything. Right. Well, actually, the business is going pretty good. I, I keep everything virtual. So that's good. Right. Yeah. Since we don't have to be in person, that's actually really convenient for my clients. So um, we've been doing pretty good. Right. Um, I just rolled out our uh, bookkeeping services to clients. So, uh, oh, okay. yep. So that's attracting uh, more clients now, custom, more uh, business based customers to come on board for right. bookkeeping. And then we'll also start doing their taxes later. So it's been pretty good. Easy. Okay. That's good, man. That's good to hear, man. You know, I always, I always like to, you know, because um, I know you was um, one of my guests, you know, in the season one um, episode. So I just wanted to just, you know, ask you how that has been going since the last time that we, you know, touched base and I'm happy for you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. So today, man, you know, we have some, um, you know, again, some great questions, you know, we're just going to uh, do some recapping on some um, strategies when it comes to financial credit coaching you know that side of the things um and then you know a little bit of a few questions about you know business formation side um i guess you know for those of you um out there that i guess you know uh if you missed you know uh two of the last podcasts that uh we did you know i guess shannon you can just you know give a little i guess tips on um on the company on you know what you do and um and you know a little bit like that and then we can just go into some of the um things that we're going to talk about today okay well basically i created vice alliance to really uh help people to help uh, small businesses to help the individual you know i've I've spent years when i was working my other jobs uh helping people with their finances and with their credit And um, right. I really decided to do it more. So I made it into a business and I wanted to make Advice Alliance to be something that was uh, all inclusive for my clients that you're okay. able to okay. come to me for multiple services. So not only can you wow. get your credit repaired with us, but we can also do financial coaching with you. If you're looking to open up your business or nonprofit, we will take care of the legal work to get your business or nonprofit recognized by the federal government and the state that you're located. We can do right. your bookkeeping for you. And we even offer HR services. I can do your, we can do your payroll services and soon we'll be able to do your taxes. So really when clients come on board with us, they're able to be with us and we can be all inclusive for them. So that's really the way I wanted to make it. Wow. Wow, man. That That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Thank man. you. And, you know, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's crazy because um, so many people sometimes, especially especially with, you know, business opportunities, you know, uh, credit repair and just, you know, just that coaching that you need. Most times people don't know where to go. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and and it's like, you know, everybody's lost. You know, they, they're they're uh, they have no hope because, you know, so many um, other places have has either turned them down. They don't want to give them 
uh, an opportunity to even, you know, try to start over or anything like that. So, I mean, that's awesome that um, your company, um, you know, is um, is doing, you know, helping people around the world with all those, uh, you know, financial needs or any type of uh, coaching and uh, business opportunities, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, man. So, you know, like I said, um, you know, with the last time that we, you know, we spoke, you know, we went really deep down into uh, managing credit, you know, uh, credit repair, uh, which a lot of people are still struggling out there, especially with the pandemic. You know, so many jobs has been lost. Um, and, you know, even so, even if you are working, sometimes, you know, uh, you can have good credit, you can have medium credit, you can have no credit. And uh, sometimes, um, like, again, you know, people just don't know where to go for those type of um, advices and what to do uh, when it comes to certain decision uh, makings, you know. Um, so on the business formation side, um you know, uh, I, I know you just told me, you know, your concept for the business, which is, you know, great, you know, your idea and your concept for the business. And, you know, like, uh, again, congratulations on on um, on the on that company. Um, if you I guess, you know, when you're going into a business and uh, you have a partner or anything like that, um, what are some of the tips, I guess, <clears throat> you can, I guess, share with us today as far as, you know, if if I was the owner um of my business and you know i'm getting a partner what are some of the do's and do nots i mean is there anything that i guess you can share on some things that um you know how certain owners will actually make some decisions without i guess finding out first (laughs) as far as like okay let me change my name um but i'm not going to uh tell city hall <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> so i mean uh, you know and you know it, it it you know it sounds it sounds crazy but you know people do do that <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely so um besides you know that crazy stuff you know is there anything else that i guess you know we should know on the do's and the the do's and the uh do nots <laughs> oh definitely so you know, when you're looking to start a business, one of the best things you want to do is really not get on the radar with the IRS. <laughs> oh, okay. Number one. <laughs> number one, you want to stay off the IRS's radar. You, you want right. to make sure your records are up to date, that they are okay. accurate. And the number one rule is never mix your personal money with your business money. Mm, that's you, a great you, one, man. You cannot, you, you cannot set up a business and let people pay you through Cash App or Venmo and your business money goes into your personal account. That is not the way to do it. And so many, right, and so many people tell me they have a business and I say, well, where's your business bank account? Well, I don't have one. You don't have a business. (laughs) You you have a hobby. So you you have to be careful with that because the IRS will slaughter you when they find out you're doing that. You, you, You cannot, you have to set up a business bank account where the business has an account that has the business's name on it. And that is where your people need to pay you. Now, you know, you're, you're just starting your business out. You're going to need money. So you need to take money from your personal account and put right. it into your business account in order to pay the business bills. Don't pay mm. from your personal account. Put it in your company account 
and that's one of the one of the biggest errors that I see a lot of people making. You know, if, if you um if you have to use a credit card, I get it. You're just starting your business. You will not have a business credit card. People think that just because you start a business, I'm opening a business on Monday. And on Tuesday, I'm going to go to Ford and get a company car and get a company credit card. <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> so your, your, your business has to build credit just like you had to build credit as a person. So correct. you may not have a company credit card when you first start. So what you may have to do is you may have to take a personal credit card, pay it off completely and use that card for nothing but company expenses and have it recorded with your company financial records just wow. to get you started until wow. you can get a company right. credit card. Interesting. You know, because, so you, yeah, you, you have to make sure the purchases are separate. I should not be taking your credit card statement and asking you what's this personal or what's this business? What's this personal or what's this business? Everything you give me related to the business needs to be business. Right, right. Wow. You know, and, 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 and that's stuff that people uh, don't understand. And so you, you have to be focused on that stuff. And you really got to be prepared to understand opening your business does not mean you're going to work Monday through Friday from nine to five and be off on holidays and weekends. That's not what it means. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> that's not what it means. You know, no. I, I, I lead my business from the front. If I'm not working, we are not making money. So right. I'm working. Absolutely. You know, so <laughs> you are working hours. Right. So, and you know, you, you have to keep that mindset and know that you've got to put time into your business in order for it to make money the proper way. Wow. You know, and like you said, we just got to be knowledgeable to know that you can't just change your business name on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and think that your name has been changed. That it's not. You, right. you have to file your paperwork with the state that yeah. you change your name. Right, you move right. your office, you have to file your paperwork. And if you don't know these things, then yes, you need to pay someone to do it for you and not be afraid to make a payment. I will pay for stuff I do not understand. But right. I'm correct. not a, I'm correct. not a I am not a marketing person. So I will hire you to do my marketing and I will pay you because I'm not a marketing person. Right. You know, so know what your niche is and then also understand what your business is going to do and be able to really focus on how your business is going to help people. And you got to be able to tell people why they should come to your business versus someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree on that one. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, you want to do everything out there to promote yourself and your business. Um, you know, if you have a partner, you know, they need to be up on the uh, loop of, you know, all the things and decisions that, you know, you're trying to make as well to, you know, to benefit everyone. <clears throat> that's uh, And the that's other thing I tell people... Yeah, the other thing I explain to my clients is um, don't open your business and consider yourself a CEO. <laughs> I get it. You, you, you're not a CEO if you're the only person working. You, Correct. You, you're just the business. Yeah. So you have to operate with the mindset that you're the boots on the ground. And then when you hire someone, you become a manager and you train them to be boots on the ground. So right. your job in building your business is to scale it so that you can continue to build people in and as you build people into your business it pushes you further up the ladder but if you just open your business you're the only one there yeah you're the ceo but you're not a ceo you don't have employees so right. it's just you right you know, so you yeah, have to absolutely. operate with that mentality yeah yeah yep. can't really can't really get it you know can't really uh let it get to your head so powerful and so quick where it's like you know all these things are happening and then you know that's when things will start crashing 
exactly yeah great advice man i mean um you know that's that's actually some great information there for um you know anyone <clears throat> that's look that's starting up a business or looking to start up a business that was just some great information they're sharing with us because um a lot of mistakes happen you know on on first on first time business owners um especially right. when you're trying to do it by yourself <laughs> yeah. you know without the proper <laughs> without the proper guidelines and and um advice you know so that was some great information to share uh with everyone today appreciate that not a problem yeah man so um you know and, and it's funny because uh you know we, we see we see we see so many times you know um we're watching movies or even tv shows and we hear so so uh so many times of businesses crashing crashing and um mm-hmm. you know and it's for those decisions that um was made but it could have been avoided you know it was just right. reckless decisions that uh sometimes that you're just not guided in that right direction so um that you know that there you go there you have it <laughs> <laughs> um so um you know financial and credit coaching um you know i know uh we uh the last um two shows which is still available on demand on the anchor app um is still available you know we 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 coached and we gave some great advice um on managing credit and uh coaching opportunities of anyone that's out there that's still struggling out there which i know you are um but we're here to help you know and um right so one of the i guess one of the things that we're going to go over right now um i guess you know let's talk about a review on you know i guess someone someone wanted to just ask um that we just speak about today on a review on how do i get approved um how do i get how do i get um how do i approve my credit score mm-hmm. uh so someone wants to know you know on some tips on you know how how can they approve uh their credit score well first thing to get your credit score to increase is you need to know what your credit score is okay right and um i tell people all the time everyone tells me i look at credit karma i look at credit karma okay (laughs) (laughs) so the unfortunate part is and people who use credit karma can tell you they can look at credit karma and say you're 850 and you go try to get a house and the mortgage company is like no you're a 720 and you're Yes. So Credit Karma does not use the full FICO index score like Experian and everyone else does. I got you. So your number can be higher on Credit Karma. Right. And nine times out of ten, it is higher than what it actually is. Mm. So you need to look at your actual credit report and see what your actual number is for your credit score. And you got to understand what it is and be able to and then what you need to do is you need to work on paying down your credit card debt. So, you know, I think I mentioned before, when you have your credit card debt, you need to be at 30% or less. I got you. On your credit card. Right. Right. You know, be, get your credit cards paid down. And I tell people all the time, stop letting everyone run your credit. Yeah. If, if, if you apply for the Amazon credit card three months ago when you made a purchase on Amazon and they denied you, they're not going to prove you today. So don't apply for it. Yet. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> stop applying yeah yeah it hurts it hurts 
it, it, it hurts. And I, and I tell clients all the time, stop applying. If you didn't get approved for this credit card, don't apply for another one. You know, because it, it, it it's different than being denied for an American Express versus uh, and then applying for a uh, Discover Access card. Discover Access is for entry-level credit. Two totally different types of cards. Man. But if you're applying for an entry-level Capital One card and you don't get it, don't turn around and apply for a Discover entry-level because mm. you're likely not going to get that one either. Right. So you, you have to really be careful to not go on these credit sprees. And it, it can be a double-edged sword. You can apply for five different credit cards in one day and get approved for all five but still negatively impact your credit because you kept running your credit. So you you have to be careful about those types of things when you do them. And if you're really looking at your score and being honest with yourself, you'll know if you'll get approved for a card or not. Right. So you don't try it. You know, there, there are tools out there that you can use when I do credit score, when I do credit repair, we help our clients with these things. And uh, one of the things that I tell my clients to use is uh, get a service with NAV, NAV.com. That's what they're called, NAV.com. Okay. You can set up a personal account on NAV, and NAV will give you uh, examples of credit cards. And the cool thing is, they'll show you a checklist underneath it. It'll say how much debt you can have to get approved. It will say how much credit utilization rate you have to get approved. It'll say uh, what your credit score needs to be. And based on your personal information, your colors will be red or green. If you don't see all green, don't apply. Wow. Wow. That simple. If you see red, it means you're not going to get approved, so don't click the button. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's some great yeah. information there, man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So many things, you know, it, it's crazy because um so many things when it comes to a credit score, you you know, um you want to you know, you're trying to do everything to protect it and keep at a good score, but there's so many things that you can do that can make it a bad score. <laughs> and sometimes you don't even realize those things that you're doing to make it that bad score until you go and apply for something or you get a letter in the mail, um, you know, from your previous credit card saying, hey, you know, you're at uh, 650 right now. <laughs> you know, the little map that normally, exactly. <laughs> the little map that normally comes on probably the third, the third page of your statement showing exactly where you stand at. And then you're wondering, like, wait a minute, how did I go from 650? And, you know, last two months I was at uh, 765. So it's like it's so exactly. <laughs> so many things that can happen in that timeline or something that you could have done that affected your score. And you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, what gets me is that there's so many things that you can apply to sometime that they won't even be honest with you to let you know that it will go. It will affect your uh, rating. <laughs> it's. Oh yeah, no, no, no one's gonna tell you that it's gonna affect your credit score because they assume you already yeah, know. Right, so they're right. not gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so they won't be nice and, and let you know. They was like, no, no, go ahead and apply. Yeah. You know, <laughs> man, they're not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, you know, credit score information. Um, I guess the next the next question kind of goes into what we we're talking about. Um, uh, I guess, you know, uh, we can just talk about a review on how credit cards work. I guess, you know, someone just wanted to know exactly how credit cards work on a, some some review tips on that from our last uh, meeting. 
so the, the basic rule of thumb when it comes to using a credit mm-hmm. card is to have in your mind I am making a purchase for something that I want and I'm using someone else's money to Man. get it. That's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> that, that's a good way. I want this product. Right. I want this product and I'm going to use Visa's money to get this product and I'm going to have to pay Visa back. Okay? <laughs> I, I have to pay them back with interest. So what I tell people all the time is that you need to understand um, how your money is. You need to understand for and you know just being real. If if your checking account is on average in the negative, or at a zero balance, or very close to zero balance in between paychecks, that means you cannot afford to use your credit card because when you use that credit card, you now have to make a payment. If you're already negative. How are you going to make yeah, a payment? Impossible. You're going to have to skip on some other bill, <laughs> right, to make a credit card payment. So you have to think with the concept when you're making a credit card purchase, you need to be using it for something that you can normally pay for, or you have a plan to pay it off, and you know how fast you're going to be able to pay it off. You know, if if I'm going to charge five hundred dollars, I either have five hundred in liquid. Or I know, okay, next week I'm going to pay 300 and then next month I'm going to pay 200 But I'm going to pay this thing off in less than yeah. two months. You know, that's the right. plan. Not, okay, I'm going to get my credit card and it says $25 minimum payment and I'm going to make the minimum payment. Absolutely not. You, you have to have a plan for how you're going to make these payments and pay these things off. And oftentimes we don't think about that. We think I have the available credit. This is what I want. I'm going to swipe my credit card. You still have to pay the money. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 have to know you you're gonna have to pay this money back. So if your personal finances uh, don't have much wiggle room, you can't use a credit card because you have to pay. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I agree. I agree. And 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 again, you know, um, we can you know some people you know they look at credit cards as. it's it, you know some people I think look at credit cards as a gift almost, but they're not realizing it's a gift, but it's also like a loaner gift. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you know it, it it's it's great to have, but if it's not managed in the right direction in the right way, you know you can really get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know. And know your interest rate because that interest definitely builds and adds yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what gets me? It's it's you know? the fact that you know, on on most cards, not all, but on most cards, the interest rate does change um, quite quite a bit. And and yeah, well, well, well and, and and uh, sorry to cut you off. And I know some. And you know what what I notice is that um i don't know if they do it every six months or every year i don't know why they do it but sometimes you know when you look at your statement they actually let you know in the fine print that it's actually going to be changing yes and 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 people don't understand that about their interest rate and your interest rate is never fixed so your interest dollar amount is never fixed your interest is based on how much you charged on your credit card so if you have a hundred dollar balance your interest at 23% is based on that $100 mm. balance. If you increase that credit card up to $500, you now have a higher interest wow. rate because your dollar amount yeah. increased. Now, if you're at $3,000, you've got more interest. So when you talk about people that have 
$10,000 and $11,000 on a credit card and you're looking at their credit card payments, they may have almost $300 just in interest alone. You know, and you're making a $400 payment and that gives you the impression right there. You understand how much you're really paying. You you have a $400 payment, but 298 of it is interest. Wow. And that's exactly. Wow. You, you, so you have to be mindful of how your credit card is and how it is set up. And the credit card company will explain it to you, but we don't ever ask those questions. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> We never asked no, this No, no. <laughs> man, oh man. So many things, you know, and so much great information <clears throat> that you're sharing with us today. And, um, and you know, like you did before, and thank you again. You know, it, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Right. So many things that, you know, um, it, it's, it's, like you said, you know, these companies are not going to tell you all of this information. No, they, they put it in the fine print and it's up to us to go read it. And yeah, it. yeah. Man, man, man. Well, I just want to welcome everyone again to uh, Beloved Man's uh, podcast here. Thank you for joining me again to another great episode. This is episode three of season two. Thank you for having me for another season. And my guest today is my longtime brother, Mr. Shannon Williams, giving us some great information again today from his company advanced alliance we're talking a recap on how to manage your credit and kind of staying in control of a lot of things that you may not know about credit cards and you know just just having a credit score and all that great information and if you're starting up a business you know we spoke uh we we're talking about that as well some great tips for the first time and i'm so glad to have him back here man so uh, yeah thank you again shannon for coming back for another great episode man <clears throat> absolutely thank you yes sir yes sir so yeah man so um i guess you know this next question that um <clears throat> someone uh, uh wanted to know is am i okay and i think we spoke about this a little bit it says uh am i okay if i just make the minimum payment on my credit card depends <laughs> so <laughs> my, my initial answer to that question would be absolutely not you are never okay making minimum payments. right and if you ever read your credit card statement they will show you how long you will be paying for that credit card debt if you only make the minimum payments and in some cases depending on your interest rate you may almost pay for something twice before is paid off because <laughs> the interest rate is high. So no, you should not make the minimum payment. Um, I do have clients that when I do coaching with them, right. I teach my clients to pay their credit card statements based on their bill cycle dates because your bill cycle date oh. is when the credit card company reports to the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the credit bureau as to I how much you. you're using your credit cards. So the only time I ever suggest anyone make a minimum payment is if they're turning around and making another payment before the end of their bill cycle date in order to reduce their credit utilization rate. If you're not doing that, then you need to always pay more than your minimum payment or else you'll be paying forever and it's not doing anything oh. for you. Man, wow, wow. I, you know, it, it, it makes sense. It, it definitely makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> 
it definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, when, when you first get in a credit card for the first time, you know, you're thinking that the minimum payment is okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, okay. <laughs> but, you know, as you keep charging, and, you know, you may not know better because it's a first card or a second card, um, you say, oh, you know, make 20, 20 bucks or 25 bucks. You know, I'll be okay. You know, I'm not late. No, that, <laughs> but you're not really knowing that the interest is growing. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's what people don't realize. <laughs> so you end up paying for something longer. So paying over the minimum is always the best bet. It's always the best thing. Yeah, thank you for that, man. Thank you for that. And, you know, let me just ask, you know, just just out of like a, a curiosity mm-hmm. question. Say, for instance, if you have a credit card and say, for instance, it's one of those cards that you kind of you kind of do not use but you want to keep it active is it okay to just once in a while go to like a um i don't know like a dunkin donuts or a gas station spend about 20 25 to keep it active or is it just um okay not you know just to is it okay just to keep the card uh in your person or at home say you have it but just use it for emergency so you know, you got to be careful if you're only going to use it for emergencies, because if you haven't used it, the credit card will be closed. If you have an emergency, you can't use it. So, uh, <laughs> I, okay. I have had that happen to me before. So you, you have to be, Man, you have to be careful. I, I'm glad I asked that question. I, I did. I, I held a card for emergencies. And when I had an emergency, I went and swiped it and my card didn't work. And when I called them, they said, well, we figured you didn't want it. So we closed it. So, yeah. Wow. So you got to be careful. So what I, what I tell people is if you have a credit card that you rarely use or that you just want to keep it active, first of all, you should keep it active because as you make payments towards any loan or any credit card payment, it counts as 35% towards your credit score. So the more on-time payments, oh, yeah, okay. so the more on-time, the more on-time payments you are making, the healthier your credit score is. Um, and you know, in America, okay. in this day and age, you need credit. So you have to have credit. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Absolutely. Oh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you definitely want to make sure you do something like that. But what I teach people is, you know, I have a credit card that I rarely use. So that particular credit card is where my Netflix bills to, you know, I bill my uh, uh, Apple Music to it and my Amazon Prime bills. To okay. Because those are things that come out of my checking account that I pay because I want them and I'm going to have them. So they're coming out of your checking account anyway. Gotcha. So I put them on this credit card. Right. And I don't even keep the credit card in my wallet. It literally sits in my desk drawer. But every month, those charges go to my credit card and I pay them every month in full because mm. I would have been paying them in full if they came out of my checking account. And what it does is it keeps right. this credit card active. You know, and, and sometimes the, the, the balance with the uh, the credit limit will increase, but this credit card is active. So I still have an emergency credit card in the event that I need it. And I'm not doing anything. I'm not adding any debt because I'm paying for Hulu and Netflix anyway. I'm paying for Apple Music for my family anyway. So I just put on this one credit card right. instead of it coming out of my checking account. Wow. Yep. That's that's really some great tips, man. I'm glad I'm actually glad I asked that question, man. I always <laughs> wanted to <laughs> I always wanted to know some thoughts behind that, you know, because, you know, and, and, and you, you just submit it. I mean, sometimes you do have that card that you want to just like hold as a spare. Mm-hmm. 
you know, on the side, away from your discovers, away from your visas or, you know, and stuff like that. But some, like you just said, um, if it's not active, you know, they would think that, okay, you know, he doesn't need it. Let's close it. Absolutely. And then when you go for that uh, swipe, you know, for that one time emergency, it's not there. Correct. <laughs> your account will be closed would not before a, you be receive the letter in the mail. So you got to know that. <laughs> man, oh man. Man, oh man. <laughs> speaking, of, I guess, you know, this next question that someone had, uh, speaking of credit cards, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't even know what's the best answer to best answer to this one but someone says what's the best credit card you can have is there any logical you know um i guess answer behind that one or you know something i don't know <clears throat> no there, there isn't uh you you need first of all it needs to be a credit card you can get approved for <laughs> so, <laughs> and the, the credit cards with the higher credit requirement are always going to have the right. better rewards um, so you need to look mm, to see what okay. the interest rate is. You want to know if they're offering rewards. Do they offer cashback? If they offer cashback, what is a cashback offered on? You know, some of them offer mm-hmm. cashbacks uh, for travel, any travel purchases, right. like food purchases. But if you're not using your right. credit card for travel, then that means you're not going to get any cashback. So you need to look at another credit card that's going to give you a reward for what you're looking for. You know, so you got to look at the benefits of the cards because they will all tell you what you get. They're all going to tell you if you can do balance transfers, cash back, if they offer um, yeah. travel reward. <laughs> look to see what they record, what they offer. If you haven't taken a vacation in three years, you likely don't need travel rewards. So don't worry right. about it. Right, correct. <laughs> get the credit yeah. card. Get the card that's going to give you cash back because that way when you go make your credit card payment, you may have an extra $8 in cash rewards that you can use. $8 doesn't sound like much, but it's $8 that you didn't spend and it's in your credit card payments. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, and it's funny you say that because, you know, um, there's so many cards now out there that does give those rewards back in the day it never really used to be so rewarded it was just having credit yeah on the card absolutely now it's like you know <laughs> now it's like they're giving you these benefits hey you know take me you know right. this is what i can offer you and, and, and if you can get approved with credit look at branded credit cards that you're so that you're affiliated with and so what i mean by that is i like taking cruises i love cruises okay um yeah, me too, man. So me too. Yes. A carnival, <laughs> a carnival Visa credit card or a Royal Caribbean Visa credit card could be great for me okay. because if you get a Royal Caribbean credit card, the credit card is through Bank of America. It's just stamped Royal Caribbean. But anytime you use that credit card anywhere you go, you get points towards Royal Caribbean. So when you get on a cruise, you've got all this money on this credit card that they gave you credit for that you can now apply towards your cruise you know to give you discounts or to give you excursions the same thing with carnival um i own a timeshare through rci and rci visa credit card is a good idea and something i'm considering getting why because as i use that visa credit card to take my niece and nephew my daughter out to johnny rockets to eat i get points towards rci so when we take our family vacation and I need to get four villas, instead of me paying $700, I may only pay $450 because I'm getting discounts now. 
you see what I'm saying? Right, so right. You have to look right. to see what you're getting on the back end. So sometimes those branded credit cards give you very good rewards, but you got to get approval. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's the first step. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's great information, man. Yeah, yeah, that that's great, man. That's great. That's great. And um, and you know, it, it's like sometimes too when you when you get your statement, you know, you're looking at how much your you know balance is, and you know that's probably all you're looking at. You're not even looking at you know the back end page to actually see what you got rewarded this month no. or what's your <laughs> reward balance from your last statements all all those things are so important to look at mm-hmm. absolutely because you're going to lose all your benefits you know if you don't yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I had you know. a credit card before that I never knew it was the old Capital One Visa card that I used when I was in college right. I got the card when I went to college but I never knew the credit card was attached to a calling card because they gave it to us as college students. You can call home. So I had been using this credit card for years. And when I finally looked at that third page, I had like 15,000 minutes in long distance saved up that I could use for free. So, <laughs> 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 you you got to read the statements. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was paying. I was paying absolutely. the call family. I didn't call you guys for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Yep. Um, so yeah, man, we have some. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna continue. I have some. Uh, I guess some. You know, great more. Uh, great more questions here. Absolutely. Um, the next one is saying. I guess it's more like business. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, we are also talking about you know business and financial coaching today, which is going over some great, great, great tips and information. Um, it says, "Am I borrowing money the most effectively?" You know how sometimes you know you have so many. Banks and companies, companies from your jobs that has all of these, uh, I guess, savings accounts and the bank has uh, CDs, 401ks. Um, I guess they want to know, you know, what are some good tips as far as 401k CDs and so on from different companies to choose from? I guess, you know, if you do have, you know, your business and stuff like that, um, can you, you know, share some tips if possible on, on that subject? Okay, so if you're going to borrow money, first of all, mm-hmm. the biggest rule of thumb is you only borrow what you need. Don't get overzealous okay. with what you get approved for. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> need, <laughs> need, needing $30,000 for your business and being approved for 85000 and taking it are two different things. So you, you, need to, <laughs> you need to have the mindset to know what you need and how much you're going to be borrowing and understand the, the terms of your loan and can you live with it be, be uh, and i tell people all the time getting approved for a loan getting approved for a car loan things like that that's not the hard part the hard part is making the payments you you, you gotta yeah, be able to make the payments. Yeah. like you you can put up collateral to get a loan from the bank you can go to the bank and need eighty thousand dollars and they say, Okay, well if you own your house, you can put your house and your car up and we'll approve you. Okay, fine, but what's my payment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If my payment's five thousand dollars a month, well, I can't make that. Oh, well, we're gonna take your house and car. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have to be able to live with the terms and conditions of your loan that you are borrowing. You know, know what you're borrowing and 
you know, I used to sit there to get a calculator, take your monthly payment and multiply it by the term of your loan to see exactly how much you're paying for this. You're borrowing right. $40,000, see how much you're really paying for $40,000 and weigh the options. Is it worth it right now? Is or it can worth I it? save yeah. some money and then get a smaller loan later? Is it worth mm. it right now? You know, so those are things you have to look at. Um, if you're looking at things like a 401k, well, first you got to look at it from two different fields. If you're looking at it from a business owner, you need to make sure your company is eligible to have a 401k and how to get it set up properly, first of all, because <laughs> right, you may right. not be able to do it. it. If you're working for companies and they offer 401ks, understand you cannot retire and live off of a 401k by itself unless right. your salary was something phenomenal you know what i mean <laughs> so you, you you would have to have a killer salary you know but know the terms of your 401k so many people start working and you just get the 401k with the way the company just set it up and that's not the way it is you, you need to call the bank that manages the 401k find out how much your company invests you know what what's how much what's the amount your company invests the percentage rate whatever their percentage rate is you need to match it or exceed it you know wow. what i'm saying so yeah yeah some companies absolutely. may say we'll match you dollar for dollar up to five percent but you can go mm -hmm. with max to seven but you can invest up to seven percent well if they're matching dollar for dollar five percent then you don't do anything less than five percent or right. you'd be like me and you max your stuff out completely then you get on the phone with the bank that manages your 401k and I diversify my 401k. I want my 401k to be aggressive. I want to be able to make some money on my account right now because I'm younger. You know, right. Yeah, just, right. <laughs> yeah. Your, your 401 count goes into stocks and bonds, but it's an automatic disbursement. You own it. You can call the bank and have them adjust it. Like, no, I don't want 60% going into my company stock. I need some money going into government bonds because they got better rates. <clears throat> they'll work wow. with you and they'll do the adjustments so that your 401k can build money even faster you know and then uh, understand uh what your mix is um how much you're invested in your 401k are you 40 percent okay. invested are you 50 percent invested are you 100 percent invested some companies you may only be 40 percent invested so let's say you're you're um your 401k balance, you've been with a company for years and your 401k balance is $30,000. You're only on 40% of that $30,000. You have to wow. leave the company to gain access to the entire 401k. So you need to mm. know how much you're invested and know what it can do for you. Study it. You know, I used my 401k one time to purchase a car. Why? Because I took six month time doing my research to determine I got better rates from my 401k than I did from going to the bank. I was also a lot younger when I did it, so the tax implication did not hurt me, so I didn't care. <laughs> so, right. <Yeah. laughs> so you have to weigh your options, you know, and when you yeah. look at things, when you look at things like CDs, CDs are almost like bank accounts. They're glorified bank accounts. They're very safe. So if you understand investments, you know when something is safe, it does not give you a big reward. Right. You right. make more money on stocks and bonds because they're riskier. They're, you know, when you, you get a three-year CD or a five-year CD, it's guaranteed. It's insured by the FDIC. You know you're not going to lose your money. And right. You know exactly what you're going to get in the, at the end of the five years. You may, right. have to, you may have to pay on the taxes, 
but it's a very safe savings vehicle and that's what it is it's not designed to make money it's not designed right. to make you rich i got you know you, you want to you want to make money and make heads turn you got to jump into the stock market and bonds but D- you yeah no you may lose all your money mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why their rewards are stronger or higher because it's more risk involved in those types of things so those are things you want to look at when you're looking at those um, vehicles i got you i got you wow great man great 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 uh tips there man you know uh you know, because uh, in these in these days of age, you know, you always have to have a plan, um, especially when it comes to um, savings. And uh, I think the pandemic actually taught a lot of people that, uh, because you know, <laughs> so many things happened in 2020 where you never thought in a lifetime would have happened. You know, and right. um, <laughs> everything shutting down. You know, um, so many jobs being lost. But then it's like. So many people was working for so many years, but then you didn't have anything in your back pocket to go into to say, okay, you know, at least I have this to kind of just guide me through, you know, five, six months from now until something happens. And it's sad. It's sad. You know, stimulus checks, you know, everybody went crazy. Um, Not really thinking that, you know, something else was going to happen or, you know, everything was just going to clear up at one shot. So, you know, all those things, I think, you know, we all need to kind of take uh, into uh, consideration to just uh, think about and, uh, you know, make those important uh, decision makings for not only us or, you know, our loved ones, you know, our family, anything can happen at any possible given time. Right. But uh, thank you for sharing those tips, man, uh, for the uh, for that, you know, to those to that question. Absolutely. So uh, the next one I have here, um, it says, when is it okay to finalize a purchase uh, through debit? Through debit? Yeah. Or credit? Oh, credit. I'm sorry. Yeah, because if you're using debit, it's going to come out of your bank anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If if you're making a purchase through credit, you need to make sure that... uh, you can afford that amount it should not be something that is uh well above uh what you could normally afford if you did not have a credit card got you um, credit cards are not designed to replace your income right they're designed to help you make purchases when you don't want to use your bank account or to spend a higher amount of money that you could normally pay for you just may not have liquid cash right now but they're right. not designed to replace your income so got you. Got if, you. If, you, if you couldn't afford a thousand dollar television right last month because you don't make enough money you don't <laughs> get a credit card and then make that thousand dollar tv purchase that thousand dollar tv unless you have the liquid to pay that credit card off mm. so you, you got to be able to make sure that you have the liquid money to pay it like i was saying earlier if, if your if your house budget is usually at zero you know, or you're negative, unfortunately, which a lot of people are. Yeah, right. You should not be making purchases on your credit card. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So one thing we do when we do financial coaching is we really get down into the trenches on your finances. We're going to force you to make uh, tough decisions. Yeah. You know, things that you may need to cancel that you like doing. You may need to cancel those things because you want to keep using your credit cards. You got to pay this money back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, um, 
it, it goes into you know ten common financial challenges that um, I think everybody goes through. You know, monthly spending, uh, monthly spending uh, exists income. You know, you can't get out from under credit card payments. Uh, can't get under. Um, can't get on out from under car payments. You know, you carry a, a credit card balance every month. Um, you don't have an emergency fund. Uh, your rent keeps going up. <laughs> um, <laughs> a new baby comes out of nowhere, which, um, you know, that does happen. <laughs> so, you know, right. all those, th- yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all those things, it's like, you know, you have to think about, you know, those things happening um, and making those smart, you know, uh, spending decisions, you know, and, um, Sometimes, you know, we all get things that happen sometimes that, you know, that just comes out of the blue that you just can't control, but, you know, you have to deal with it. But all those things that, you know, we just went over, you know, uh, a lot of people struggles with that. And then that's when, you know, <clears throat> we start falling and giving up. But, you know, um, you know, we're so grateful, you know, to have a company like yours, you know, um, Advanced Alliance to come to. Um, to get those uh, great advices and uh, and financial coaching and credit repair and build it, you know. So you know, um, it's great that you know we have companies like to come to those advices, you know, that sometimes you just don't know where so yeah man um you know again you know another great podcast man you know uh thank you for you know coming on today man uh and again going over some great uh business uh decisions um a lot of things that we may not have known if you just started with the business um you know very important you know uh steps and tips you know before choosing the name for your business and uh, we learned today, you know, just don't go ahead and change a name without anyone not knowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, definitely make, you know, some great decisions um, uh, with you and your partner if you do have one. And as you say, don't think that you're the CEO right away. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> think of it as a manager. You know that you're gonna hire people, manage them, and you know just like your business grow from there. I think that was the that I think that was the best advice that you gave. You know, in, in that in that ball part, that was just great advice right there. Because again, you know, some people just make certain things just it just goes to their head, and it's like that's when everything just starts falling apart. Right. So um, that was that was some great things that we went over there. And, uh, and, and again, you know, financial coaching opportunities, you know, uh, we went over again, you know, some great tips on, um, on what a credit card actually really is, how to manage them. Um, thank you for sharing those tips again and um, making the minimum payments, you know, um, make more than the minimum if you can, <laughs> because Absolutely. the interest rate is definitely crank, cranking up when you don't and it's just uh, laughing at you in the background while you're making that minimum payment most times <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it all goes based of the purchases as well um, and that interest rate so uh, that was some great advice as well and uh, if you do have that spare credit card as we spoke about um, that you may not think 
uh, you know, that can just sit there and not use, no use it <laughs> because they will close it because they think that, you know, you don't want it because you're not using it. Right. So that was some great information in there. And 401k CDs, we went over, you know, savings accounts and all that good stuff. Um, thank you for some great tips in that. And um, I hope everyone, you know, found this information helpful again. And um, thank you for coming back again, man. And, you know, uh, you can just tell everyone again, um, final thoughts to everyone, I guess, of, of everything that we spoke about today and where to find you again with your website and your information. <clears throat> okay sure so you know basically you know for for people out there looking to get credit uh your credit repaired be be apt to ask questions and have those conversations because we can help you just got to be forthcoming and be willing to share so we can get things taken care of and people are ashamed of their credit don't be ashamed of it you'd be surprised at what people see it's okay right. you know let's work with you and get your credit done if you're looking to get your business set up then yeah, we can help you with that and we'll help you do it the right way. You wanna do stuff the right way, not always the easiest way because you wanna make sure you're set up for success right. and not set up for failure. Okay. You right. know, and when when it comes to those personal finances, really just honestly take an honest assessment of your income. If you work a job with a salary or hourly rate and you get commission or bonuses, your commission and bonus should not weigh a factor into what you apply mm. for because they're not guaranteed you know it, it, it's not guaranteed money so don't add that in there because that's how you get caught and you end up in these car notes that you wow hey you know so be careful with those types of things and you know really live within your means or even live below your means so that way you can really afford to save and you can work on things and again you know we we can work with clients on that we dig down into details to give you plans we meet with you monthly give you strategies and we really work hard with our clients um and you know basically with us you can find us anywhere you can find okay. us on facebook we you look up advice okay. alliance you can find us on instagram under advice alliance llc all of them will give you our contact information to reach out to us and you can visit us online at advicealliance.org. And you can also call or text us. We have a regular number. It's just a 410-210-7977. Um, but you can reach out to us social media. We'll respond and uh, we'll get you started. We'll answer all your questions and see what we can do to help you. Cool, Always. man. Cool, cool. Thank you for that, man. Thank you, man. And again, you know, yes, uh, it's so great to <clears throat> have you here again today, man coming back uh on season two you know recapping all of that great information and um you know on how to manage credit control credit uh manage yourself on credit and um you know and being a business owner if you are going to be for the first time so that was just some great information today and i thank you again and i just want <clears throat> to tell everyone out there thank you for joining us today here on the anchor app live and on all the digital platforms of wherever you're listening to your podcast is from. And um, all of the episodes from season one and season two is available on demand on the Anchor app. Um, and I just want to thank everyone for listening again today for another uh, to another great uh, episode of the Love Man's uh, radio podcast. And uh, some more great shows are still continuing here on season two. And um, thank you for having me again. And thank you 
for coming on again, Shannon. I appreciate you, my brother. Always a pleasure talking you. to you. I hope you stay blessed, you and your family. Absolutely. Man. And, you know, we will always keep uh, in great contact. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Hopefully, like I said, 21, you know, maybe spring, summer, you know, if things are really looking good, hopefully we could go somewhere, man. You, you know, I, I just want to, yeah, I want to do something yeah. different in 21. <laughs> and, and so far it's looking good because the vendors and stuff is starting to open. So that's a good sign. <laughs> that's a good right. sign. That's a good yep. sign. But I uh, hope you stay safe, man. Hope everybody out there stay safe. Continue to enjoy this blessed afternoon. Finally, we're getting a break from snowstorms. <laughs> it's about 51 <laughs> degrees outside. Finally, a break from snowstorms. I think this right. is one of the snowiest months I've seen in a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's supposed to be remaining in the upper 40s to 50s so hopefully all this stuff can melt hopefully no more snow we we'll go right into spring and uh because next week is March already I mean time is flying man yeah time is Absolutely. flying time is flying but uh thank you again man and um thank you to everyone out there uh for joining us here today I hope you enjoyed our podcast take that great information with you share it with your friends and family make sure you check out my brother on his website advanced alliance he has some more great information for you and if you have any more questions and concerns you know where to reach him yes indeed and again shan thank you man and i hope you have a blessed day and hope everybody else have a blessed day out there and we will see you back soon all right man all right you're Thanks. welcome <laughs>